to Co-op Mode. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. This is our special edition Xbox game showcase. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by my favorite northerner, living in parts unknown, <laughs> far to the east on the coast of Atlantis. That's the Canardian, Mark Carabin. How you doing, bud? I am good. It's uh, we were talking before. It has been a, a long day. I worked and uh, did a last. I, I've been teaching an online course, so tonight was my last night. Uh, and then with a, an eight-week-old baby, and then uh, going right into this. It's been a long day, but I am excited to talk about Xbox with my good buddy Todd. So, how are you doing? Doing good, man. We are in the midst of. I don't know what to call it like, you know, it really feels like E3, but I'm excited. Mm -hmm. This made me very excited. And actually, this corresponds with San Diego Comic-Con at home right now, too. So there's panels all starting today through the end of the weekend. So we've already had some really exciting news and things like that. Mark, I have some bad news for you. Oh, what's that? The Star Wars movies have been delayed a year because of COVID now. Yeah, I, I just I saw uh, something about that. I didn't read any info. I saw the headline of that and Avatar 2 or whatever is pushed back. I also saw they released like the first eight minutes of New Mutants. So that movie isn't quite dead yet. No, That's no. still a thing. Uh, who knows uh, when or where they will release that. Um, I saw someone <laughs> someone joked that they're going to what's what's the uh, is it Quibi? Yes. Quibi said they're going to release it on Quibi uh, one minute at a time for the next 80 years. So (laughs) we've got the first eight. Tune in for 80 more years. More minutes coming right at you on everyone's favorite video app. Uh, they need an exclusive, Mark, and that's how you get one. That's the one. Keep coming back. Is it it one minute a week? Is that what Uh, we're going to get? I think it was one minute a month or something like oh, that to okay. extend to that, that many. Yeah, it was, it was pretty ridiculous. Um, Makes it anyway, hard to yeah, unsubscribe no, to that. Yeah. <laughs> or wait till lock, it's all done. They're locking you in. They have a special Whoa. 80 year subscription. If you pay up front, uh, you get 12% off. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty, sold. Pretty great deal. Sign me up. <laughs> Love it. Pretty great deal. Um, yeah. But this is exciting because I feel like we're finally have the essence of what E3 probably should have been in another alternate universe. You know, two big conferences, two big consoles mm-hmm. coming, and essentially we've had all the big publishers have a conference at this point. And we did find out that Ubisoft Forward will come be coming back in September for their next round. Yeah, and I would expect Microsoft is going to do the same kind of thing. I mean, they did say they're going to have something every month leading up to launch and uh, you can assume after today that they're going to have something in August and I'm guessing something big in September. So where E3 was condensed in a week, this is very uncondensed. Some would say maybe too uncondensed. It's, it's, it's tough to keep up with things because for E3, you could at least plan and take some vacation or do something where you could kind of try to keep up with some stuff, even though who could ever. Uh, But for this, it's kind of like, well, there's, there's five minutes on this Monday and it's in the middle of the day when you're working and then there's something happening, but that's at 10 o'clock PM, uh, you know, a week from now. And then there's a small thing that maybe you want to tune into. And then there's a big thing over here and it's, 
it's crazy and hard to keep up with. But I, I agree with Sony coming at it, uh, Xbox coming at it, some of the big AAA publishers, uh, even Nintendo threw in a weird little mini direct, which they were very clear to say this isn't anything. This isn't anything big. It's it's a little partner showcase, and people were like, "Oh yeah, F Zero confirmed or whatever." <laughs> like Metroid, like, and like th- Nintendo was like very clear, like, "No, don't expect that." And people are like, "Oh yeah, we're expecting it." And so uh, everyone's pissed off. But uh, anyway, today's not about that. Today's about Xbox. No. Let's yes. get into it. Yes. So this was the Xbox Game Showcase. Uh, the we had something from them back in May. Uh, some felt underwhelmed by it because it was primarily uh, third-party games. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was focused on, you know, really what we could expect to, to potentially see games this fall, which is great and all. But uh, it left people wanting more, which was first-party games. And that's what today was all about, first-party. Mm-hmm. And what I would say, potentially launch exclusives, as we'll say it, and then maybe with some Game Pass uh, new announcements as well, because some of these games weren't exclusive as well, like like Destiny. But we'll talk about that in right. a second. But yeah, this was really just a very, I mean, overall, I mean, just impressions of the show. I I watched the pre-show with Jeff Keighley. He had a bunch of people on. They interspersed some trailers. Very well done. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great way to start things off. And I thought, you know, overall, Mark, I mean, this felt like an E3 conference. Mm-hmm. Polished. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I missed the pre-show. I caught most of the main show. So we're, we're doing this. Uh, I'm not sure when this is going to go up, but we are doing this Thursday night. Uh, as soon as I could work it into my schedule and as soon as you could, uh, right after we've watched this. So, yeah, I haven't had a chance to even catch up on the pre-show stuff. Uh, I did miss in the main show when they were saying uh, anything about uh, Forza. So uh, I'm a little behind on that. And I do want to go rewatch this whole conference. But overall, yeah, I thought this was really polished. Uh, one thing that I will say is it depended, I think, your, your satisfaction with this conference it, it completely dependent on how you viewed the conference. So for me, I viewed this as an Xbox services conference. It was games. It was game pass. If you looked at this as simply a game pass subscriber, this was a fantastic conference, a plus all around. If you viewed this as what is my one single reason or several reasons only to buy an Xbox Series X, you were probably going to be a little disappointed because this was not Series X exclusive. This was not a Series X power showcase. This was, here's why you should be in the Xbox ecosystem. And they are making it very, very clear that they don't give a flying rat's ass whether you're on PC, Xbox One, Xbox One X, or... Xbox Series X. They don't care. And soon they're not even going to care about any of that because they're going to be also pitching X Cloud. And they they alluded to some of that stuff today with the Destiny thing. Th- this is Xbox really showing their cards and really showing that the next generation doesn't matter. It's all about services. It's all about Game Pass. It's all about it it's it's upgradeability. It's uh they're going the way of PC, they're going the way of phones. We've been talking about this for a while. 
if <laughs> PlayStation's drawing the land and uh, drawing a line in the sand and saying, you know, everything's about PS5 going forward, going, you know, it's it's this, 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 this is our only thing, this is our only move. Um, Xbox is is almost pulling a Nintendo with this. They are playing a very different ball game. Yes, they have another powerful console. Yes, it's the most powerful console, but they don't really seem to care. <laughs> it's it's crazy. So if you know if you if you were expecting them to sell you on that, today's not your day. No, because they didn't do what I what we've been asking them to do, Mark. And 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 maybe we'll take a step back and and get into that in a second. But um, I watched this. This was basically um streaming 1080p, mm-hmm. and later they now have a 4K. 60 on youtube uh stream you can or a video on demand you can watch so if you get a chance and can watch it in 4k i went back and just watched the halo infinite gameplay on 4k Mm -hmm. and it looked really good so mileage may vary (laughs) 4k makes a difference for a 4k game rather than watching a 1080p oh well we started off with the pre-show jeff Keeley. Uh, hosted this. It was an hour long before, and uh, like I said, it was all about impressions. It was all about what people thought they would see, what they wanted to see. But the big, uh, I guess, draw was the fact that there would be reveals before the show. And essentially, we got six reveals. Um, the first reveal was so awesome, Mark. And I don't know if you got a chance to watch this yet, but it was called Echo Generation. I saw a short bit of the trailer. And I would call us a very cool Western JRPG utilizing, I don't know what the style is. It's almost like the Minecraft Dungeons pixel art style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it, but it was Stranger Things with a turn-based JRPG elements with some action elements as well. And I just love the style. I love the art aesthetic and I just loved it. So I, I, I can't wait for this. Um, I'm assuming this is coming to Xbox One and all the other places you can get this. So, But it looks very cool. Um, then they moved on and showed a trailer for something. I wasn't sure what this was, but it was very creepy. Like you mm. were living in a house and you started putting surveillance equipment up and set up um, things like a coffee pot on the stove. Then you hid. And all of a sudden, <laughs> as you hid, you started seeing this creepy thing walking around the house. And as the creepy thing went to the uh, coffee pot you just put on the stove, the, the character went and hit, hid somewhere else and just started watching the character on the, the – the, basically the camera he set up. And then you started seeing this character, this really weird creepy character ended up turning on you, ended up just absconding with you and like stealing you. Like an abduction, Mark. It was so creepy. I'm like, what is this game? It is so weird and freaky. It was Hello Neighbor 2. Hmm. Now, Hello, Hello Neighbor 1 was all about you trying to sneak into a house, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah, like kind of so. automated and things like that. This is all about the other opposite way. Like you were in the house and you were trying to stop from being abducted like you were in the other. But it was just weird. It was like these creatures that were out. But I'm like, that's such an interesting switch for a game mm. that I kind of thought I knew. So that was also announced. Uh, then we got a game that, Mark, you'll be so happy. You miss snowboarding. 1080 shredders is a snowboarding game that's awesome this looked really cool we don't have Um, many extreme sports but there you go shredders mark okay i gotta go look up the trailer for that one for sure yes and then next we got this really cool game and they did show 
part of this actually in the main showcase. But the way they introduced this game, it was very cool. Balin Wonderworld, which Balin is actually a new studio or I guess initiative at Square Enix, which is very cool, by the maker, by the creator of Sonic, Yuji Naka. Cool. And this is a new game. So if you remember, Yuji Naka made Sonic, but he also made a bunch of different names, games. And this game looks wonderful. It's a basically, it's a um, 3D uh, action platformer, similar mm. to like a, a Super Mario Galaxy or something like that. It's wonderful. And then you've got a class of characters you can select, and it just looks wonderful. So if you get a chance to check it out, but it's beautiful. Uh, I mean, the style kind of reminds of like a Billy Hatcher as well, if you remember that old GameCube yeah, game. Yeah, I yeah. I saw uh, some of the artwork for this one. Uh, reminded me, yeah, Billy Hatcher, uh, Dreams, not the PlayStation Dreams. Oh, uh, yes, uh, exactly. Dreams, Journey into Night or whatever, that kind of uh, art style. Uh, yeah, looked really cool just from the artwork. So I, I look, again, look forward to seeing this in action for sure. Yeah, it's great to see these creators come back. And then we got uh, this game that I first, I thought it was Crisis. It's called Exomecha. And it's a hmm. free-to-play it's got mechs, like giant mechs battling with swords, but then you're this guy on the ground, like shooting, uh, like a crisis uh, suit type guy, and 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 it's all this world's happening around you. Looked very cool, but I mean, I had never heard about this, but it's a free to play game. Cool. So, very uh, so like Titanfall vibes, or, I, 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 or not really, because you're not going in the suits. Well, maybe oh, you can, okay. but they never showed that. But there was also then a mech dragon around that was huge. So hmm. all this stuff is happening, very odd, but once okay. again, another thing that just like surprised New me. Board, like, oh, especially if it's free to play. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's very cool. It reminds me of like when Warframe dropped on a PS4 at launch. It was something yeah. free to play to fill the right. gaps. So this is this kind of could be playing that uh, that uh, role. And then lastly, uh, we got announced Dragon Quest XI Definitive Edition is coming to Game Pass. It's also coming to PS4 and different services like that. But the fact this this is the edition that went on Switch, was which was supposed to be the version of this game. So it's kind yeah. of cool to see everybody else is getting that version is now too. And the mm-hmm. fact is, it's going to be free to play on Game Pass if you own that. Why not? I know Sean Capri actually put out a point like, I've never played a Dragon Quest game. Now I have no excuses. So there you go. <laughs> and they actually awesome. had the creator of Dragon Quest come in and announce this. And that guy Oh, that's cool. really cool. That guy is old, but it was very funny, very charming, very cute. And he kind of even gave an ex- explanation of what Dragon Quest was. Because quite honestly, if you've owned an Xbox console, I don't think you've ever played it. Dra- There's not been a Dragon Quest game on it. Maybe Builders? Or is that on PS4 only? And Switch? Uh, I think that's PS4 and Switch. So, I mean, okay. yeah, good on them for explaining that to Xbox people, I think. it's That's a good call because, uh, you know, Japanese exclusive games have not always gone hand in hand with xbox so yeah that's a that's a good call and a really good get for xbox that's that's really neat going in this next generation uh if they're going to be able to get along a little bit better with japanese developers and things that were exclusive formerly to playstation and switch uh that's yeah that's that's starting off this generation on a really good note for sure and it could be an exclusive window for Switch with that version, maybe. So that's maybe why it's finally coming out. So, but perfect. Yeah. It's good for everybody. Um, so this wrapped up the pre-show. Uh, they also did a post-show with Aaron Greenberg, I believe, at the end with an interview after the actual event. So okay. I did not get to watch that. So 
Um, maybe I'll go back and see what happened there. But yeah, so that was a pre-show. I enjoyed it. It really set up things. And unfortunately, that's where I had to stop watching and actually go back into work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, see, that's uh, I was working straight through the pre-show. I was really hoping one thing I'm not seeing on this list and uh, maybe it was in this this mini bit that we both missed. Uh, Tunic from oh, a developer. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if that showed itself at all. I've been waiting for more on that game, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, I'm I'm curious to to just see more. The developer is actually really close. He's in Nova Scotia and Halifax, uh, where where I'm actually heading this weekend. So. Um, that game not only looks great, but it's also done by uh, someone pretty local to me. So um, hotly anticipated for sure. And I think Xbox exclusive. Yes. And Mark, I do want to, uh, I apologize because yes, they had a very short little snippet of ID at Xbox games. During the oh, okay. Okay. But cool. I didn't catch all the names, but tune it. Right. Yes. Beauty. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, again, we're, we're doing this Thursday evening. This is all new. We haven't had a time to go rewatch it. Uh, this is our initial impressions of all of this stuff. So, yes, we could have probably waited and rewatched this a hundred times, but we wanted to keep that level of excitement. So, if we missed some stuff, if we missed your favorite game, tell us, tweet at us, talk to us in the Facebook group. Um, you know, we're, don't take offense to us missing or skipping over something. Uh, just means we were working and we haven't had a chance to uh, to go back. But uh, we are very excited and we want to keep that excitement level going. Speaking of excitement levels, let's get into the main stuff. I am still buzzing over this one. <laughs> uh, Halo Infinite. We got some gameplay. Let's let's just start with that. Let's we'll we'll go through some of this other stuff. Let's start Halo Infinite. That's how they started this off. Uh, we've seen some of this kind of cinematic before of the guy and Master Chief in the get, getting shot down, and he seems to find Master Chief somewhere, and they have to go off and explore. Uh, the first time we've seen the grapple hook, so people caught that in the uh, the trailer artwork or whatever. Um, Chief has a new grapple hook on his wrist going to help him explore going to help him do some things also going to be really great when he joins a smash brothers roster and he's able to get <laughs> back up on the stage using that grapple hook wishful thinking i'm putting that out in the universe right he was now, just but, mark uh, he was just waiting for doom guy to do it first that's it yeah he was he just had to see that it was such a great idea um okay halo infant i am so pumped for another halo game i'm i'm pumped for this to lead off this generation um the Good things. Let's let's talk about that first. It looks like Halo. It sounds like Halo. It looks like it plays like Halo. Uh, I, I'm very excited about the map, which is apparently bigger than the last two games combined, which is wild. Uh, I'm sure multiplayer is going to be fantastic and a ton of fun. It's going to be on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. This is going to be a hell of a time. What did you think about how this looked overall, though? This is their big showcase game. A lot of people saying it's not that impressive visually. Now, did the 4K stream improve that at all? You kind of alluded to that. Uh, I, ha I have a theory about this, and, and I'll, I'll share my thoughts after you share yours. Good question. Um, the 4K stream made it look like a very pretty Halo game, but not game-changing. Right. Um, of course my TV, I don't know if I've seen ray tracing, 
I don't really know. That's part of the problem. So I don't know if I saw that as well. Um, I thought the 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 character model of uh, your, I guess your compatriot, whatever we're gonna call him, beard guy, mm-hmm. guy that uh, guy from a foreign film shows, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the uh, the. I guess the brute Lord, whatever that guy's name was, his model up close blew me away though. Yeah. So, but the, everything else, it kind of just, it did kind of look like as good as halo five looked. So I wasn't blown away. Yes. I I completely agree. Uh, So I said this to, to a little group chat earlier. And uh, so I'm just, I'm going to, kind of reiterate it here so apologize if those guys are are, are listening to this uh but i think the the visual design the overall design of halo uh is is kind of hurting it because it's similar to i'm gonna say Star Fox, uh because the the ships the aesthetics the the overall look of Star Fox and halo and and some of those older games were boxy by design because they had to be back when they were designed but they also became so iconic to those franchises that it's hard to change them too much so you have to try to find this middle ground if you don't change it enough it looks like a 360 game at first glance uh if you change it too much it doesn't look like halo it doesn't feel like halo uh there are things that you'll notice in this trailer and i'm sure it is even more uh, evident in 4k um draw distance reflections Mm -hmm. textures that kind of stuff if you look at his gloves holding like it looks like leather you can see it's 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 fantastic i mentioned that to look i said look at how good his hands look and i'm like yeah wow yeah but most of the time like it took me probably half or even more of the trailer to notice that because I was so focused on everything else and you're so focused on the movement and, oh, wow, what's this going? Oh, what's that? Is that a new enemy? Is this going? What? Oh, man, he's got a grapple hook. And you don't notice like, oh, man, there's like crazy detail on the leather of his gloves underneath this armor. It's, it's just crazy. But uh, I think it's a super tough balance to reach looking like Halo which was designed on very, you know, more limited systems. You got to keep that kind of aesthetic, but you also have to take it into this newer realm. It also has to run on Xbox one, mm-hmm. Xbox one S Xbox one X that, you know, it's so it, I think it is kind of bogged down by that history. Uh, but overall I thought it looked good and I think it's going to look even better. Like we've been saying a lot of this generation it's going to look better when you're playing it, when it's mm-hmm. locked in at 60 frames a second, 4K, HDR, ray tracing, all that shenanigans. It's it's going to make a big difference. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's that's that. So uh, one thing I do want, I mean, there was some new I, new weapons, I believe. So I don't I'm not 100 percent clear if those were all new weapons. One looked like a revolver shotgun or maybe it was a grenade launcher. Yeah, it looked like it was in a hand. Yeah, so yeah, so we've got some new weapons, which is great because I've always loved yep. the fact that Halo, anything that drops, you can pick up and shoot. I love that. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite parts of Halo. Um, yeah, so it's it's it looks really good. Uh, the traversal looked really great with the uh, the uh, grapple hook. Um, yeah, I really like it. Um, it's not just for like, uh, it's it's not just for. I, I don't think it is, but I think you could use it anytime. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I hope you can. 
because that could be like there's an there's an enemy up in the sky with the jetpack. Could you grab onto him with the grappling hook, come up and take him up? Because there were I mean, Halo so iconic for like someone's in a tank. Well, I can take him out of the tank. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the physics stuff has always been a big part of Halo. I remember a clip from a tournament. I think it was, um, there was a sniper rifle on the ground. The person was up on a ledge. They threw a grenade down on the ground behind the sniper rifle. It exploded. The sniper rifle flew up to the ledge. They caught the sniper rifle basically out of the air and used it to pick the person off that was across the stage and got the the headshot kill. It was one of the craziest clips, but that's the kind of stuff that you see with this physics-based shenanigans that they put into Halo. Uh, so I'm hoping you can do crazy stuff like that. Take things out of the air and grab guns and grab this and that and whatever. And I hope people can like break the game that way. And I hope that there's fun grapple hook and physics stuff, hijinks. even in multiplayer. I think the hijinks, especially, yes, that's a great way to put it. I think the hijinks is what makes Halo entertaining after the story uh, in the multiplayer and so on. So uh, I'm yeah. very excited for that one. Yeah, one last question, though. They said this is an open world Halo or it's, you know, the map's big. I don't yeah. know what that means for a Halo because Halo is very, very much go to point a go to point b right. um in halo is gonna feel weird like oh i have to go on a side quest <laughs> to collect four skulls before i do that i mean i don't know i don't know how to pull that off because halo is very much always feels urgent i have to do this or the world will explode or cortana will die and so i don't or my guy that's in my shuttle back that i told him i would come back in a hurry he's gonna be pretty pissed off me if i went off and got grandma a, a basket of goodies i don't know what do you think yeah but they, can they pull it off i think so i think if it's not um if it's not overly fetch questy, you know, if they if they still stick with the the halo of it all, I suppose. If it's not, you know, grab grandma a basket full of cookies from a raccoon that stole it or whatever. Uh, but I think as you're going through, uh, you're you are master chief, and as you're going through, if this is a lived in halo ring, if this is a lived in world you are going to find maybe a house that some brutes are attacking or a family where they had to bail out of the town, but their little girl is, is stuck back there or whatever. Um, there could be things, you know, you saw today, there were three gun turrets that you had to take mm -hmm. out. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that there's going to be some other stuff. If this is a lived in world and a big open world, there are going to be some other things to, explore some other shit that goes down on your way to those three turrets and i'm hoping that's where they make the ability to make those choices the ability to say you know what johnny mick beard face is back on the ship waiting for me i have to take out these turrets you guys figure out your burning house on your own that's past master chiefs you know that's under my pay grade or you can say you know what i'm the hero this place needs right now yeah, Johnny McBeardface can wait for a second. I'm going to save this family, and then I'm going to take out the turrets. And if he doesn't like it, he's going to get a giant Master Chief boot to the face. You know, like you're going to be able to hopefully play this the way you want to. Yeah, because I think if anything, people 
absolutely love the Halo campaign, and they always want mm-hmm. more. So if there's a way to expand the length of that without getting in the way of still the core story, but giving people an option, like like mm-hmm. a Witcher, like you can play the main uh, uh, you know campaign, or you can go off. I would appreciate that. I think it would be an easy way to add content and more, uh, I, I guess, complete playthroughs. Yeah, I heard they're they're changing a bit about Cortana in this one. She's going to come back as a, a guy and uh, constantly going to call you saying, Hey, Chief, you want to come play some bowling, man? As a What's up? <laughs> <laughs> As a Grand yeah. Theft Auto reference. That was a really bad one. That would help if I ever played. Cousin Nico. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I do remember cousin Nico from four, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, cousin, you want to play some bowling? It's like I'm in the middle of a mission. Stop calling me. Uh, it's my great, my great. I guess uh, sin. I have really never gotten to GTA, but maybe one day. Oh, there we go. Yep, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, um, Mark, moving on. Uh, and this is we're going to be interesting. So, I want to say, well, let's maybe do a game. Gameplay or no gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> talk about these games as they show up uh we got a little bit more of a look into senua saga it was kind of interesting because they went to each studio's location which mm-hmm. was kind of nice you're like hey we're going to this studio so then when we went to where hellblade uh where uh ninja theory is located and they talked a little bit more about uh hellblade too didn't show a whole lot more but they talked about hey we made a documentary that we made this in iceland that's cool yeah, cool Yep, cool behind the scenes, but yeah, no gameplay for that one. Uh, I am, I still need to play the first one. It it looks like a, a game that I'd get into, and I just, I, I, I've, I've even downloaded it onto my Xbox. It's just sitting there waiting for me to press, uh, press start, but okay. I just have not. This is our first co-op mode challenge, Mark. Okay. I just started playing it. Ooh. I will hold off to play any more of it until you start. And we'll play okay. it together, not together, but we'll play it and we'll actually talk about it in, in, in concert on future shows. Let me know when you're going to play it because I have other games yeah. to play. But when you choose to pursue it, I will start it and play it through. Sounds good. Excellent. Challenge accepted. Groovy, man. Groovy. World premiere. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, I, I tell you, we'll, we'll just go through this really quick. Uh we got a new game announced, which I mm-hmm. assume is going to be exclusive. Uh, this is going to be um, uh, I, I really think this is going to be, I think, the gem of Xbox Game Studios. What do you think about Avowed? I think it looks cool. Uh, we th- it was a great trailer. Um, did we see this wasn't gameplay? Or it kind of looked like it switched into gameplay. Yeah, could have been gameplay at the end there. Like he's holding this, and he does the Doctor Strange thing with his hands and everything. Uh, Looks like it could have gone. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, you know, I mean, I like that style of game. I put a ridiculous amount of hours into Skyrim on multiple platforms. I will play the hell out of this. I just know I will. So yeah, I'm in a hundred percent. I am in. It's amazing to see oblivion, what they are capable of and what they can bring, especially when they're fully supported. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be their pillar series. So I wasn't going to be that excited about it. Cause it's kind of like a Diablo S type game. The fact that they're making a Skyrim game, which considering we know that they could make a fallout game. 
uh, wow, I'm just blown away. This is going to be, I think, could be one of the must-have franchises for Xbox. I don't, I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put too much out there, but I'm so excited about this. So, yeah, yes, and coming <laughs> in probably 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were some of these that we got the uh, release windows or a hint at something. This one was just like, you'll get it when you get it, bitches. Yes, yes. Enjoy this trailer. I would say that's probably a theme. Mm-hmm. We did not get hardly any release dates at all. Yeah, no, nothing solid. Speaking of which, Mark. The one that I missed, Forza Motorsport. Uh, do you like trailers for uh, that's not game action? Oh, for a car game? Come on. Come on. It was pretty, but uh, yeah, it was very exciting looking at uh, some people fixing a car or getting a car ready to race. And then we <sighs> saw a car race, but it was definitely an in-game cinematic. Blech. So, and no release date. So we are not getting a Forza game this fall. So who, who just called that recently? They said the Xbox was pitching um, oh, Dirt 5, right? Dirt 5, yeah, yes. so much that they were like, we are not getting Motorsport. Uh, I can't remember if that was the Xbox, Xbox. Drive or... Uh, it was Ryan uh, McCaffrey. Was it, was it, I was going to say, one of the IGN podcasts. Yes. Okay, all right. I was yeah just listening to that fairly recently. Um, yep, so right on with that one, Mr. McCaffrey, like he's listening. Uh, let's, <laughs> State of Decay, what would you think of this trailer? Um, once again, it was no gameplay, but it was a trailer mm-hmm. and zombie deer eating yeah. deer are not carnivores, but the yep. zombie deer eating a wolf freaky. Yep. Never, ever wanted to see that. Never. I, I just, I, I don't know if I'll play this game based simply on that deer screaming. I just, that was not something I ever wanted in my life. Um, I like deers. You know, I make friends with the deers when I go to the wildlife park. This is not something I want in my brain. That was nope. just like, nope, nope. That's Keep that to yourself. That is the personification <laughs> of 2020. Zombie yeah. deer. <laughs> zombie deer. Yeah. 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 That's that's going to be. Yeah. Get ready for September. Zombie deer. Uh, you see, they just found bats that are as big as people in uh, the Philippines to the Philippines. Yeah, that was yeah, uh, my wife. Some... Actually, like I'm like, are you aware of this? Yes, Todd, I'm aware of this. Yeah. I'm from that country. I'm like, Great. OK. <laughs> it's not humans dressed up as bats apparently. yeah no no man bat is real and he's coming for july yes uh say what is your your feel on that series mark because i have i've never, never played, played any of them no not not at all uh you know the the zombie zombie genre i guess is something that i've i've kind of fallen out of uh used to absolutely love anything i could get my hands on uh, resident evil whatever it was um but yeah i I don't know i i might pick this one up depends on how it looks and i don't know if this is one that i'll be able to just jump into or if i should maybe try to hunt down one and two i don't know i'm not overly concerned yeah it's one of those uh it's 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 a it's a survival game with a lot of building elements you form Mm. a community that type of thing like that so it's almost like uh the walking dead but you're actually more focused on uh building a community to survive things so uh, but that that definitely is not a game for me for some reason my mind when i first saw it i'm like is this left for dead three no it's not left for dead three darn no yeah (laughs) yeah uh, uh, Crossfire X looks 
kind of um, Call of Duty-esque. And since we haven't heard anything of this year's Call of Duty, then maybe this game can get a little attention. I don't know. I thought the trailer was kind of cool. I liked the suit. That was kind of badass. Uh, there was a lot of is it free free to play and this was the focus on the story mode or was I, I again I was a little distracted at work trying to pay attention to this I had some people talking so it was I was kind of in and out so what are your impressions on this one yeah so Crossfire X apparently is a big series overseas it's a free multiplayer game there actually was a beta for this on Xbox one it's got the exclusive mm-hmm. uh, like beta at least at this point um so yeah i heard people saying it's an adequate call of duty free-to-play game but what makes this interesting is the fact that they're making a campaign and remedy is making this that Mm. right there puts it on my radar because i love remedy they Mm -hmm. make great single player narratives so if they can successfully take that engine add some cool mechanics and add a real campaign versus a we took the multiplayer and kind of made it a campaign which right. uh battlefront 2 did that essentially which was entertaining but you could kind of see where it was constrained by it's a multiplayer game that we add a narrative to so yeah but yeah it's i'll try it out yeah for sure like i mean the, the free multiplayer check thumbs up for me cool looking story from a great studio check two thumbs up i am 100 percent gonna try this one out Mark, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, what franchise has 80,000 video games tied to it? <laughs> I want to say the Super Mario Brothers series, but I know the answer is something different. You're talking about Warhammer. Yes. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Um, the people that are like big into tabletop gaming that you know paint little statues and do that type of gaming – Warhammer is huge, and they've had a billion video games, but I, I mm-hmm. can't keep them straight. Some are turn-based RPG, some are tactical, some are X, Y, and Z, some are just action, adventure, some are Diablo-likes, and apparently mm-hmm. this game is an FPS. Looks cool. I, I thought it was Wolfenstein for us, because I looked like they looked yeah. kind of like Nazi-esque. Yep. Yeah, it definitely had that kind of visual vibe to it for sure so when they threw up the warhammer 40k thing i was like okay didn't see that one coming but this game kind of looks badass maybe this will be what gets me into that series uh they they did show off not that long ago i want to say a year or two ago a warhammer game for iphone ipad kind of stuff that i that i thought looked kind of badass but i never got into um so since then, this series, I'm not like a tabletop gamer at all, so it's never been on my radar before. But since then, that Warhammer name has been kind of on my radar. I was like, this might be a world I could kind of get interested in. So maybe this is my jumping in point. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, and there's other Warhammer uh, games on uh, Game Pass right now, too. And it's funny because mm-hmm. there's Warhammer and War- Warhammer 40,000. So Warhammer is like, like fantasy and mm-hmm. Warhammer 40,000 is sci-fi. But they also have, like, fantasy creatures in sci-fi. It's very weird, but there you go. Check it out, guys. Mm-hmm. Big surprise next for me was Fantasy Star Online 2. Uh, I will be the first to admit I am not a big JRPG guy. I'm not a big RPG guy. And I will probably skip this game, but I was still excited because of what I said earlier of 
Xbox has never been synonymous with those Japanese kind of games. So to see this coming to Xbox and being showcased in this way, I was just very excited for fans of this series and for fans of this kind of game, even though I'm not one of them. This still got me very excited. So how are you feeling about this? It looked really fun. Now, I don't know if it's fun to play or not, um, and I don't know if it's, like, actually, like, action-based or if it's, like, an MMO where you are making a move, but you're not actually physically touching anything. <laughs> right. But it looked cool. I'm like, this is neat, and it's mm-hmm. – I, I agree. Anything they can have that sets it apart and they, they, they got the initiative to secure it and it's free to play, perfect. Yep. And – Mark, I don't know if you've noticed on Xbox Game Pass, their perks program, Mm -hmm. they often throw in like free bits and bobs that you need to play those games too, which is great. Like it's like, here's 30,000 credits or this and that, which is a nice give to get people interested and actually continue to, uh, I guess, uh, motivate them to continue to play. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, That's one of the things that's kept me in Fortnite. Uh, Aside from that's just where my friends hang out and I want to hang out with them and play video games. But with save the world mode in, in Fortnite, I've gotten a ton just for logging in. I don't even play save the world for the most part or, you know, at at all anymore, but just for logging in, I get free V bucks and the, the perk system with, with, uh, Xbox is kind of the same way. You know, you get these little perks and you can get coins to spend on skins or to spend on this, that, or whatever. And it's, it's a, like you said, a great way to keep you in that, uh, that game or to incentivize you to try out the game. So, uh, yeah, who knows? This might be my first jump into fantasy star. Uh, if there's people playing it, uh, that, that, like you said, it's free to try. So why not? Um, fun fact, uh, when I got my Dreamcast. My future brother-in-law borrowed my Dreamcast to play Fantasy Star Online offline. <laughs> okay. Because you could. Because you could play it offline. So, there you go. Interesting. Yeah, next game. Uh, this was previously shown. I don't know if this was just another trailer. I don't think there was any gameplay, but I could be wrong. Team Bloobers, who made um, uh, the Blair Witch Project game that mm-hmm. came out last year, I believe, called The Medium. And fun fact with this game, I mean, this is kind of that PlayStation X uh, or PlayStation type of franchise where it's a uh, third person, very adult themed. uh, I'm not sure what the gameplay narrative will be or gameplay beats will be, but it's definitely very narrative. Um, And this is called The Medium. um, And this will only be on Xbox Series X. And this actually was called out. They said we requested that this only be on Xbox Series X because there's things we just can't do on Xbox One hardware. It's rendering two worlds simultaneously. Uh, like you said, like I Soul Reaver, right? Yeah. Where it goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Only this is this looks like it's it's doing it live, no loading or minimal loading. Um that I, like you said, I don't know if we got gameplay. There was some stuff that looks like it could have been gameplay, but it could have also just been some nice cinematic or a little bit of showcase kind of stuff. But man, that is an impressive, impressive looking piece of tech. And if you remember, I said the same thing when we saw Ratchet and Clank uh, back on the PlayStation 5 reveal that 
those things of jumping in between from world to world or there's two simultaneous worlds and there's no loading that impressed me back then this impressed the hell out of me today of seeing okay there's a monster in this world but there's no monster in that world it's like the in between and she's in this place and there's writing on that wall but there's something in this room and there's something like man again i don't know if i'll be playing this one but i was i was just excited for the tech that's awesome yeah, it's very neat. It kind of reminds me of what it was at Halo Combat Evolve the um, uh, for the Master Chief Collection, where you could just click a button and it went to the yeah. old style. Same yeah. thing here. Yeah, yeah. You 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 transfer like in Soul Reaver. You're in one world or the other, and it just and it's it's part of the game gameplay mechanics as well. So I like that. Mm-hmm. It's very yep. cool. Yeah, and I've not I didn't play Blair Witch, but I mean I've heard good things. So this makes mm-hmm. me excited. And they're a third party in this game, I believe, is totally exclusive to Xbox. It's not a launch exclusive. This is a game that will only buy on Xbox or PC, which is cool. Yep. Uh yeah. Now, Mark, I think you and I are a fan of this studio. A hundred percent. Yes. This blew me away when I saw who made it. hmm Yeah, the gunk made by image and form uh, part of the thunderful games, uh, which is Zoink and image and form. I am an enormous fan of the steam world series, especially steam world dig one and steam world dig two. The first steam world dig was a game that I just literally could not put down. I was glued to my three DS for hours at a time for a couple of days until I finished it. And, uh, and yeah, this studio is fantastic at everything they do and they're doing a 3d platforming uh exploration game with a giant arm cannon and goopy effects on a strange planet this looks awesome i am so in yeah i and super surprising that there it's it's game pass it's day and date it's it's a indie studio on a big xbox showcase they weren't included in that pre-roll they weren't including at the id at xbox this is featured so uh a congrats to that studio and b this looks badass yeah i I, to see a studio that has only made a certain type of game and style to now do this and they've never shied Mm -hmm. away from different genres and to see this i'm like i'm all in God, you guys are talented to be able to do this. And mm-hmm. it just shows that uh, indies shouldn't be relegated to be, you know, 8-bit or side-scrolling. They can make really fantastic, uh, looks like a action platformer type of game. And the reason it's called the gunk is because you're sucking up a bunch of gunk. But <laughs> there are creatures in the gunk that you have to take out. So, yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yes, Bobby Pauls has to be excited about this. And I maybe he'll think actually play. He, I, I actually I think he tweeted Xbox Series X is a day one purchase because of the gunk. Thanks, Image Informer. Something to that effect. So he is pumped. Bobby, throw your switch in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yes. he's that pumped, but yeah, well, he's, he's definitely. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a Series X exclusive or you'll play. I think this is an Xbox One game as well. Maybe. Don't know. Uh yeah, I can't remember what they said about this one, but the fact that it's coming to Game Pass. Again, Game Pass is continuing to be the best value in gaming. If this is quote unquote free on Game Pass, I mean, it's built into the subscription. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a whole lot for me to buy it somewhere else. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, next, we got Tetris Effect Connected. Uh, this is uh, Tetris Effect has been on other platforms, but this one looks like it's, I mean, it's a multiplayer game playing Tetris. I'm just mm-hmm. um, confused. 
what really sets it apart from the others, except unless the others were not multiplayer, maybe that's where it's different. Don't know. Yeah, but no, I'm not Tetris sure. Effect's got great reviews, so it's kind of cool. That was a VR game as well. Um, kind of cool to see another Tetris game. <laughs> Tetris will never stop Tetrising. No, <laughs> for sure. Uh, did anyone else think this was a rhythm game or something at first? I did, because everybody was kind of like They were bopping heads. along to the music, and I started bopping along to the music, and I'm just like, what is this? is going to be some kind of like little rhythm music game, and I'm like getting right into it, and I'm like ready to Shazam the thing, and then it's like Tetris. I'm like, what the? Okay, cool. I'm in. Apparently, it's a multiplayer exclusive expansion to okay. Xbox. So there you go. All right. Yeah. So, Mark, for the next game, what was your guess that this was a Metro game? Because I thought it was a Metro game. <laughs> it did look Metro-ish. Uh, I, I will also admit this is one that I kind of caught the tail end of. So, Stalker 2, let's let's hear your impressions. Because, uh, again, I, I just really caught the tail end of this one. I don't know much about stalker apparently it's in that metro-esque uh game where you are basically in a wasteland russia and you have to survive and you're uh uh, basically surviving in that depressed area when i first saw it i saw that like a uh kara was actually a uh a carousel or or almost like a uh, it almost looked like that mode in call of duty was it four and it was like you were on this battleground multiplayer, and it was part of like an amusement park. I okay, can't yeah. That famous, that famous scene. And I'm like, is this Call of Duty? Is this like like a, a exclusive? Nope. <laughs> it was just trailer. once again a beaten down nuclear fallout Russia with an mm-hmm. amusement park. So there you go. I don't know much about this. I'm guessing it's going to be very difficult, very hard, and very dark. Mm, yeah, uh, Stalker One, a game that I just straight up like either was not on my radar or I've forgotten about or just straight up never heard about. But, uh, anyway, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, let's, let's go on to the next one. Cause that one is <laughs> getting me very excited. So for anyone that doesn't know, I got into this generation, the current generation PlayStation four because of destiny two, they had, or because of destiny one, uh, they had the exclusive, uh, for destiny. They had the white, PlayStation 4, which I still have. That is my PlayStation 4, the Destiny Edition. Um, and I've been a big Destiny fan ever since. Todd, I think you and I played the first Destiny like way back in the day. We connected through one of the Facebook groups with, uh, who was it, Frank? Um, yes, it was. Frankie, and then, I think. Yeah, uh, yep. And Ray, uh, Ray Asario uh, as well. Yeah. That's how I met Ray Asario. Yeah. I played him in the uh, multiplayer alpha. Okay. We're Destiny 1. And I was like sold. And I met so many people through Destiny, loved mm-hmm. it. And my Destiny passion has fallen off since Forsaken. Yeah, yeah. So I've definitely fallen out of Destiny 2. But the fact that it is coming to Game Pass, Sean Capri called this one. So, Sean, fantastic job there. Uh, but coming to Game Pass, and here's something that if I had have predicted this like Sean, I would have gotten at least this part wrong. All the expansions are coming to Game Pass. Which a lot of times you'll see something come to Game Pass, but the expansions are not included. If you want the DLC or whatever, you have to buy that. This one is Destiny 2, and all the already released expansions are coming to Game Pass. Uh, I think they said September for this one. 
So this is huge. This is, uh, it, I mean, if to me, it's kind of fitting if, if last generation I went PS4 kind of uh, because of destiny and, and their association with this and this generation, I am 100% leaning towards Xbox, not just because of destiny too. Let's be honest. I already own that game, but, uh, it's, it's kind of funny with the, the main reason is game pass and destiny two is included in that. So, uh, I'm all in on Xbox, all in on game pass and destiny two is just one of those little cherries on top that they're adding that I'm just very excited about. And like I said before, X cloud, you're going to be able to play this game anywhere, anytime on any device through your Xbox. Oh man, just all the excitement. It's just, this is great. Yeah, uh, cross save is part of Destiny Two now, yeah. which is great because now I have been playing on PS4 like you, Mark. I don't have to pay mm-hmm. for the ex- the current expansion, and I can play on uh, Xbox, which is great because why not? It's fun. And then we are getting cross play in November, I believe, when the new expansion launches. So Destiny Two is one of those people that are just pushing the envelope to make sure everybody can play together where you want, how you want, which I think is great. And because I don't want to pay for the expansion, I can do it for free here. So kudos. Yeah, yeah, really, really fantastic. Uh, something not featured that I do want to mention, though, uh, you mentioned cross-save and cross-play. Uh, Psyonix just announced that they're bringing Rocket League Yes. Cross. Uh, it's going to be free to play. It's so no longer $20 a pop or whatever it was. Um, and I've been saying that for a while that they need to go free to play because all their DLC is starting to be way overpriced. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of saw that that was coming. But also you're going to be able to do cross save. So all the stuff that I bought on Switch, I'm going to be able to take over to my Xbox because it's on Game Pass. And I started playing that game on Switch and now it's going to be much better looking on xbox and uh, i'm still gonna get all my fun vehicles so i'm super excited about that but let's get back to today's exciting news with psychonauts 2 this one we definitely saw some gameplay of we also saw some fun quirky weird behind the scenes stuff with jack black singing a song and yep i mean it's exactly what you expect from a double fine announcement and a fun weird quirky strange game studio like them uh to do something just out there like this so uh what do you think of psychonauts 2 i another gaming sin i've never beat uh psychonauts 1 i need to because i own it on like five devices so <laughs> i definitely will do that before i play this because it's my type of game love that mm-hmm. love the sense of humor and uh i cannot wait they did have a psychonauts vr game which i've never played which i've heard is very good too and uh, the buzz is on psychonauts 2 before they were purchased by xbox they were going to be in a position where they weren't they were going to actually have to take content out of the game mm-hmm. because they couldn't afford it by being purchased by Xbox they're now going to be able to keep the vision intact which i love it's perfect yeah. xbox has done something fantastic where they have decided not to meddle just to fund and just support so i am all in on this and i love this and i i hope Double Fine can just keep doing what they want to do, but I uh, am mad that they aren't making a rare game like I mm. uh, like I uh, thought they would do. But yeah, this is great. It's going to come. We still have no release date. I thought this might be a fall game, quite honestly. 
Well, I mean, we have to get some of these games in the fall. We have to get some of these for launch. So we'll we'll see if this is at least launch window. But uh, oh, actually, sorry, no, it just got pushed back. I, no, <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that on IGN literally right now. Um, delayed to 2021. Thanks, Xbox, for giving them all the money Sorry. and what they want to do. <laughs> I literally like lazy developers, Mark. <laughs> so going out to uh, releases in 2021 on Xbox Game Pass, Windows PC, Mac, Linux, and PS4. So not only are they not meddling, but they're still allowing this to be released everywhere, which I think is just uh, speaks to how good microsoft is uh they they haven't pinned minecraft down to one platform they're letting psychonauts release all over the place Uh, this is this is great even though it is going to be delayed yeah i think this might have been tied to the old contract before they were bought so makes sense just like outer worlds was also and Mm -hmm. you know that's great you know let it happen we will get great double fine exclusive games eventually and they'll make the rare game i thought they would make (laughs) Yes, there you go. That's the next step for yes, them, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this next game was a, it's not an Xbox studio, but it's a studio they have hired to make a game that they have been developing called As Dusk Falls. This is a, they call it like kind of like a narrative adventure mm-hmm. in, in in a different style. Because if you looked at this this trailer, this is almost like a, I don't call it a picture book, but it definitely feels like it's a stop motion type of animation in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's, uh, it reminds me of, uh, I think it was, was it Marvel or DC? They did some like comics, Action comics. brought yeah. to life kind of thing, right? Like it was, yeah. they're not all, it's not fully animated, but it's also, you know, not just still images. So the, the, you know, a person might move, but nothing else on, in the scene moves or their head might move, but nothing else really. It's I I really dug how this game looks. I mean, it, it it's definitely not the usual type of game that I play, but something about this just really grabbed me. And I don't know if it was going back to my art roots and just kind of like, ooh, that looks like a pretty painting. Oh, I, you know, wish I still had time to paint or something. I don't know what it was, but this game grabbed me and I want to play it. Yeah, they're calling it an interactive drama. The art style is akin to taking models and like Greg Land, he's a comic book artist who basically he takes pictures of models and actually incorporates them into his uh, illustrations. So it almost mm. looks like a real person. And he sometimes gets a lot of headache for it because they're like, you don't actually do anything. You just like kind of trace <laughs> people. And I'm like, I get that. But this Apply is filter. Is, exactly. So uh, but this is very different. It's a style I haven't seen. It kind of reminds me of like that movie, A Scanner Darkly, which was mm-hmm. people rotoscoped or whatever the art. And this is a different type of narrative, but it definitely is a more straightforward game. I did not see any type of uh, fantastic elements to it. More of a straightforward uh, drama, mm-hmm. uh, which is unique for Xbox. So I give them kudos for trying something new. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a cool like. Uh, maybe murder mystery something yeah. there's there's something going on there like it was i was just interested in the story itself like it just it seems cool and it seems like 
if it's not like too overly graphic could be the kind of game that my wife just wants to watch me play uh-huh. and kind of help with some of the story beats or some of the decisions or something like that. But it could be a cool kind of interactive, uh, you know, like, Hey, we're not going to watch whatever CSI or something. We're going to watch, uh, you know, watch this game. So it could be cool. Yeah. A story where your skill in gaming doesn't have to uh, stop you from playing. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, next is Grounded. Um, this was a game that already got a beta. Uh, I'm assuming this game comes out this fall. Yeah, yeah. If it if it already has a beta, I think that's going to be launch, if not very shortly after. Yeah, I, I love the trailer, though, Mark. It was so tongue-in-cheek. Because they were like, <laughs> this is the game by the team that you don't make, doesn't make games like this. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, if you want the biggest game of the year... Well, wait for Cyberpunk. This isn't it. Like, yes, <laughs> was, just the whole thing was fantastic. It looks like Honey, I Shrunk the Fortnite uh, Save the World mode, not Battle Royale. Uh, it's I I think this game looks really really fun. Um, it, it just if again, this could have been one of those trailers that they added humor to, and that humor might not be in the game. But I'm hoping there is some of that humor that's that's passed on i mean you probably won't have a narrative or a narrator making weird little funny jokes the whole time but uh i think if they can add some of that quirkiness and set up some of those situations so when you're playing with your friends you can kind of screw them over and let them get eaten by a spider as you run away or something or uh i think it's going to be a, a cool little escape from the usual grittiness of of some of these games yeah, it just once again shows what Oblivion's capable of and the fact that yeah. they can make three desperate types of games just really impresses me again that they can mm-hmm. make so many different genres and just nail them typically, uh, which is awesome. So, yeah, it's uh, it's more value to Game Pass um, and it's more little little types of releases they can make that don't have to be triple A's. So, yeah, uh, and, and as we transition to Oblivion and again, they're very popular. Uh, we are getting DLC to Auto Worlds, which I I thought was happening, but I was couldn't remember if it was or not. We're getting Peril on Gorgon. It's basically a new planet, and it's going to have new weapons and things like that uh, coming September 9th. I don't know, though, if this is paid. Like, you get this, mm. the, the base game, and then you have to pay for it or not, which has been common, which is like micros, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. You had to pay for the, the DLC. So I'm not sure if it's pay or not. But um, uh, I, I think I could be very wrong on this one, but I think... They said every single thing that you've seen today is going to be on Game Pass. I would imagine this is going to be paid DLC for other people. Okay. But like the Destiny stuff, I think this is going to be free or included with Game Pass. I have to stop saying free for Game Pass because it is a service we pay for. It's going to be included in Game Pass on September 9th when everyone else will have to pay for this. And that makes sense because it is going to be on PlayStation, going to be on PC if you bought on Steam or whatever. But that's perfect if it is because I know that was some way that they do make up some extra money by charging you for those extra bits. But if they don't, even better because I love the Outer Worlds and I beat that game. Yep. Uh, another game, Mark. Tell me why by Ain't Don't Nod. nothing but a, oh, oh, yeah, no, that right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me why. Yeah, we can all <laughs> sing it together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, by Don't Nod, which is just a weird name, uh, but they make strange. Oh, what's the name of the series? The Stranger Things. Uh, Life um, is Strange. 
Life is Strange. There you go. I've never played one of those games, but I heard the very I really good. enjoyed the first one. Okay. I, I didn't get into the second one, uh, but I blew through the first one in, I think, two nights. I just got really hooked on, again, that that story, that narrative and, mm-hmm. and making those decisions and seeing where it all ended. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't a game. I think you said this. It's not a game that I'm going to go back and play ever again, but I enjoyed the story. I think you said that about a game last week. So, uh, yeah, that was that was this one for me. But uh, tell me why, again, looks like they're taking that kind of narrative, that kind of drama and uh, some sort of weird little supernatural power, supernatural ish something and uh, and putting it in there sounds like it's going to be pretty well acted there are a few parts that i was like eh, okay sure someone in a sound booth but uh for the most part it sounds you know it sounds like it's going to be it's going to be pretty good and, and up to their standard of games yeah this is a, a tale of a brother and a sister where you find out actually it is a uh the sister was transgendered and has become uh, has basically established themselves as a male, um, which is you see that one moment. I saw like, oh, mm-hmm. I see how they showed that moment, which brings in a conflict to a family issue. And these two siblings, apparently they have the ability to resonate images of the past um, as kind of a power and they're trying yeah, to solve yeah. their past issues together. So yeah, I, I'm assuming it's in this, uh, 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 life is strange type format. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely looks like they're not breaking their mold too much gameplay wise, or maybe even, uh, story wise. Cause you know, life is strange was kind of real world, but also some sort of supernatural something going on that, uh, you were interested in the real world world drama, but also like what the hell is going on with the powers and stuff like that. So uh, this seems to be very in that same kind of realm. But yeah, it looks like a really interesting story. And I don't know, maybe it's just the way I'm feeling today or something or something. I'm looking for for something different. But uh, between uh, as dusk falls and my interest in this one, it's like, what the hell? I'm used to shooting people in games. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's something is, is calling me for these these types of experiences. Mark, you just want to hug it out. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I got to go hug my dog or something. <laughs> She's laying right uh, next to me. That's why I said aw. dog instead of wife or baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, then a game that I, I we, we still haven't seen really gameplay from this, but I mean, this trailer looks beautiful. That is Everwild. This is Rare's new game. Oh. Uh it is a beautiful art style. I'm not sure what makes mm-hmm. it unique, but I could I couldn't tell you what makes it pretty. But it's pretty. It's almost <laughs> painterly or something like that. It's yeah. it's it looks really beautiful. Yeah, I am so excited for this. Uh, we talked about Destiny getting me into the PS4 and this this generation. Uh, if you're wondering what brought me over to the Xbox camp this generation, it was Sea of Thieves, no doubt. So I already I love Sea of Thieves. Still love it. They're still doing great things with that game. If you haven't checked it out, stop sleeping on CS Thieves. But Everwild, man, yeah, like you said, there's something about it that looks, I don't know, Pixar Frozen-esque with some of the the um, magic stuff that they were bringing out. And uh, it just, yeah, I cannot wait to see what we're going to be doing in this game and how it's actually going to play. And that's one of the big problems is gameplay. But still... 
can't wait. Well, I, and, and we'll talk about this, but I think I asked for them to show what's the future of Xbox. Mm. And I think they are doing that for us. They, these games are coming eventually. And yeah. yeah, they can't necessarily show us trailers. So, I mean, I can't I can't want both. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately but yeah I, I to this point there i i feel like we continue to get this theme of yeah we didn't get a lot of gameplay so really don't know what's coming this fall but uh and and we definitely something we didn't get gameplay but this is the just one more thing moment and that mm-hmm. is fable and it was confirmed playground games this is what they're making uh and the one thing i can say they took away i can take away from this this seems to be a reboot because it's just fable not fable 4 but also they are keeping the tone consistent with Fable, which means comedy. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that that moment in the trailer where you got the bit of comedy. And I don't really even want to spoil it because I want people, no. if they haven't seen this, just to go watch it. We have been explaining a few things here and there as we go. But this is one that I'm going to purposefully leave out and just say that when that moment happened, again, I'm watching this kind of in a little window at my desk at work while I'm doing some other stuff. And I laughed out loud to which like one of the guys in the showroom kind of like looked over and was like, you all right? And I'd be like, yep, yep. Just listening to something. Cause I had my headphones in and um, yeah, but it actually made me like LOL IRL. So hundred percent excited for fable and hundred percent confirmed now. Cause now we yes. have nothing to think what could happen with Xboxes. Everything we've kind of projected has happened now. So, yep. Yeah. There are a few things that that were projected or even teased today like we saw in Grounded a toy Battletoad where the everlasting effing f is Battletoads. Come on. Like that game's been rumored to be like it's it's like it's constantly rumored to be like the and this afternoon, as soon exactly. as this is over, you're going to be able to play Battletoads. It's like people even think that that game's ready. Mm-hmm. Like, where is it? They haven't talked about it. They haven't shared it. It's like it keeps it's that thing that that's just this everlasting joke of like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to get a Battlefields drop like today. Don't worry about that. Like and it's just it's still like we got a freaking toy tease and grounded and still no mention of the damn game. But look. Oh, Mark, need more time for ray tracing. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, so uh, one thing that was, I mean, like we talked about, there wasn't a lot of gameplay shown with most of these trailers, which I would say it's, once again, it's a sin they committed the first time. But mm-hmm. once again, I think people got excited because we saw lots of new things, which are great. All of these things are coming to Game Pass, so they're free if you own it. So that's awesome as well. Um, but they did one thing that was a couple of show they did a good job with at least showing where this game was coming to and if it was a console ex- launch exclusive or whatever and they mm-hmm. did and and there was a couple of games we actually note here that are for Xbox Series X or PC only so these may be the first games that we do not get Xbox One support now they haven't mm-hmm. ruled it out but they said we're designing first there so and I think this is true these games potentially and that may mean these games are coming out in two years which may mean that's when Xbox One support dies off and then perfectly fine with that so fable forza motorsport avowed as dusk falls which seems odd because that game doesn't seem like it would take a lot of horsepower yeah. uh ever wild i could see that in state of decay 3 because we have not seen that <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah the as dusk falls is the real standout here for okay but why yeah and they they seem to have been justifying everything and who knows i again we're not game developers 
I don't know. Maybe they're using some sort of art style in this. And they did show real people even in the trailer mm-hmm. kind of yeah. posing for things. Yeah. So maybe there is something going on where uh, there's a ton of stuff that's kind of pre-recorded, And if you're making decisions on the fly, it can branch off in a, a multitude of different paths and there's no loading or something there that makes it a seamless transitional game uh, that maybe just couldn't be done on current software i i don't know uh but i'm sure there's a reasoning behind it because it seems like xbox this time around is really pushing that like if your game can run it's going to run on the old software so the old platforms so yeah that one stood out to me for sure though yeah so i mean and like we had with the playstation we will get uh updates on this event after the fact because there will be a lot of questions of ask they have to re- clarify and things like that so this isn't the end of be all folks if we made a mistake it's probably because they are changing their tune or adding more information and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine because we still have four months before we launch so that's uh, that's great yeah we we have seen everything and and earlier before we even started recording uh i said it was a fantastic showcase on on twitter earlier i said fantastic showcase from xbox so spoiler alerts i already thought it was fantastic but uh, we'll give our scores in a second uh but i did say i can't wait to chat with uh with todd oxter about this soon on this very podcast but i also wanted people i said let me know your favorite thing shown and we will include some community reactions on the show it was a little bit last minute so we did get one response and uh, that was from edward varnell at that retro code and uh, he shared it was a strong showcase microsoft needed this they came with better production value in the show and provided a diverse cast of characters and genres to show that they have titles for everyone, which I totally agree with. Uh, Edward also added Everwild is my personal highlight with As Dusk Falls giving me Hotel Dusk Room 213 vibes. I don't know what that is, but I'm glad he's getting some good vibes from that. And uh, Everwild, yes, 100% agree that that is uh yeah that that's that's going to be a hell of a game and i i put my full trust in rare to deliver a fantastic product as they've done with sea of thieves i'm so happy uh, i was talking to again that group uh that group that i was mentioning before um and we were chatting and one of the guys said like he feels like rare has still been wasted and i was like maybe in the 360 days when they were stuck on like avatars and stupid avatars connect and, games. and it was like connect sports yeah yeah but like man if you have skipped out i just said like if, if you've skipped out on sea of thieves like stop go back and play it it's fantastic they are a powerhouse creative studio and i have no doubt that that game is going to be good so edward thank you so much for uh, for your feedback ed's great now it's time to give our reviews of the show uh, event as a whole I, I started off this conversation saying this and I'll, I'll reiterate it now based on what you were looking for out of this event this was either a total disaster or a fantastic showcase of games. Uh, I'm more in the later one that I thought as a series, I'm looking at Xbox as a series plat as a service platform. Now it's not the hardware that I have. It is the, the service, the games that are on this service of Microsoft gaming Xbox. That's what it is. Uh, if I get the Xbox Series X, which I will, great. I'm going to be playing on the most powerful 
whatever. But um, it's just like a PC. You know, if you don't upgrade to the most powerful graphics card, you can still play PC games, right? It's um, if you go at it with that mentality, looking like this is a showcase of of Game Pass. It's great. Two thumbs up for me. Uh, I think overall, yeah, I would have liked to see a little bit more gameplay. I would have maybe liked, I know they said they were not going to show it. It was all going to be about the games, but I still would have liked something about hardware price, launch date, something. And I would have liked some launch dates for some of these. So overall, I'm going to stick with my old rating method. I'm going to give this five out of six contraband chicken nuggets from my six pack of contraband chicken nuggets. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought, yes, there are some things that could have done better, but overall this was showcasing why you should be in the Xbox ecosystem. Maybe not necessarily why you should get an Xbox series X at launch, but sure as hell why you should have game pass and some sort of device that can take advantage of that, whether it's PC, Xbox series X, whatever. Yeah, I think you make a great point. It's a this was all about the games you can play on Game Pass because these games are all there. I didn't see anything that said I need a Series X to do this, except when you mentioned the uh, the the one game medium. So in this instance, they didn't do what we'd asked them to do, which was show this is on Xbox One X. This is what you get with the Series X. So that is not a showcase of the hardware, I would say, in this instance. But mm-hmm. lots of great games that I can all play for free, so I don't have to worry about how I'm going to play them because I, ser- I have an Xbox One X. So it makes me very happy that I'm going to get to play these all, ga- all these games, and I don't care if they're 4K60 or 4K30 or 1080-60. I can yeah. play them. Very excited about that. Some games that were standout to me, once again, were Avowed. I thought Halo Infinite looked great, but it wasn't game-breaking to me. I also liked Everwild, and I'm super excited about Fable. So can I stop you there for two seconds? Yes. You just said there's no reason to get an Xbox Series X, and you just listed three of the Xbox Series X only oh no! games. Mark, as games I've been hoisted by my own guitard. <laughs> Damn you. I don't mean to pick on you, Tom. No, but, no, you, uh, you saw the you flaw just, in my ways, and now you've you made just me gave yourself a Series big X. reason, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, uh, sorry, Siri you. just started talking on my wrist. I know you do. That's uh, why I pointed uh, that out. I just wanted to, to poke a little fun okay, at you there. But yeah, well, out of the uh, was it five games that they said yes. were Series X exclusive, you just listed three of them as uh, stuff you're excited about. So they did give you a reason to spend that whatever much money they announced at a later date, um, which is why I'm all in on Series X, because I'm excited about those same games and then some. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think they subtly gave us reasons, but for the most part, I think it was still showing off Game Pass. So, folks, that is it for the show, but it is time for you to give your thoughts, just like Eddie V did previously, and you can do that a couple of different ways. Mark, how can they do that? Well, they can uh, follow us on the Facebook group, Secret Friends Unite. We're always looking for feedback there. It's a great place. You can also follow Secret Friends Unite, the Facebook page, but the group's a little bit more interactive. So go there. Uh, You could follow at the underscore Canardian or at T Oxtra on Twitter, or we have our own Twitter account just for co-op mode, and that is at co underscore op mode underscore pod. 
That's a mouthful. So if you can't find it, just search co-op mode and I'm sure uh, or we'll include it in the show notes and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. But co underscore op mode underscore pod uh, co-op mode was taken. But we are so excited to have our own Twitter account separate from Secret Friends Unite. Uh, that That's very exciting um, where we can kind of condense everything instead of having to follow both Todd and I separately. But we still encourage you to do that and share your thoughts uh, just like, like Todd said, like Eddie did earlier. Um, and you can also call the hotline. That's 872-225-2496. Leave some thoughts. Leave a review of a game. Leave whatever you want to as long as uh, it's – you know, not a profane string of curses. I know we're going to get a profane string of curses as soon as I mention that. But yeah, leave a little <laughs> message there. Uh, we're still doing some uh, some giveaways. Round Guard. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Ottoman Empire for Xbox. Uh, yeah, leave us a review. Leave something, and uh, and we will we'll basically just give you a free game at this point. Like, just do it. Absolutely. I even added some steam codes for some really cool games as well. Yeah. So we've got we're, we're covering all our bases and maybe I can dig up a PlayStation code as well. And uh, I, folks, I will try not to abuse at co-op mode pod. Uh, I will not try to be the voice uh, alone. So I will have to give Mark uh, co-executive privileges to that Twitter account so he can also make sure that I'm not doing anything stupid with it. <laughs> You're giving me access to something to make sure nothing stupid's done on it. Well, at least not by me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we can be co-stupidity authors together of this. The opinion account. of co-op mode it's... pod Twitter feed only represents the DNC of us both. You might as well just add the poop emoji to the end of the description and uh, call it a day. Yes, exactly. Well, Mark, thanks again for joining us. You are off on a vacation. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Have fun. Take a break. Um, I will be trying to probably go through Ghost of Tsushima. So we'll see how that goes. And hopefully maybe get a little uh, switch time when you're uh, doing your vacation. Yeah, I'm still trying to decide whether I want to bring my switch with me. Um while I, I'm only going away for the weekend, basically. So uh, it's whether to bring my Switch or just bring my iPad because there's a few iPad games that I mm. want. So it'll be bringing an Xbox controller and my iPad Pro. Um, and uh, and one of those things is I, I do want to play a little bit more of the Halo Master Chief Collection on xCloud. I still have that beta access. Um, but there's also a few... Uh, there's a couple of new Apple Arcade games that I want to get into. So... Um, yeah, we'll see. But I also kind of want to pick up Crisis on Switch and just be like, hey, what, can it play Crisis? I heard it plays like crap and there's like yes. drop frames and stuff. Yes. But uh, anyway, it will run Crisis apparently. So uh, we'll see what I do play. But you'll hear about that on the next episode of Co-op Mode Proper. So thanks for tuning in to this uh, special Xbox I want to say Series X edition, but it was kind of Xbox Game Pass edition, I suppose, yes, by was. the end of it, wasn't it? Yeah, so yes, it was. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. And just remember, it's always better to game together.
to snadný Na půl roku hry máš daný Máme jich tam víc než strom Povím ti, je to strop Kupím si Game Pass, pak klidně druhej Ať ostatní gameři ču, 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 ču. Další nabídky nemají cenu Já si Game Pass znova Kup si Game Pass Je to pecka, dávno už to nehrajou jenom děcka Nekupuju CD, jak jiný hráči Na půl roku Game Pass úplně stačí Všichni kámoši pěkně čuměj Marně tě duháně, když dělají co uměj Soubaři si neví rady Xbox má jen samý klady Xbox neděluje Je to tady, get us in the house 